Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to SpinFL. What is up, y'all? It's Jonathan Rollins. Skip Sara. Two Americans living in Sweden talk about football. We are coming to you remotely uh, today. Skip yes. just got back from recording, uh, filming, I guess yeah. you call it. And uh, now we're at our respective homes, ready for the Super Bowl. What? The Super Bowl is now? Is that this weekend? <laughs> yeah, man, it's this week. They it's only Sunday. did one. Yeah, this year they only do one week between. You know, the AFC Championship game. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm excited. Football. I'm always like, let's go, football. Yeah, no? Me too, man. No. Unfortunately, no, man. No, 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 not this year. But uh, we recorded a full 45-minute episode on Tuesday. And uh, due to technical difficulties and ineptitude on my part, that episode is gone. Unless, I mean, it's out there for people who want it if they only want to hear my side of the podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you hear me, you hear me like, uh, I'm like. Maybe yeah, you could listen yeah. to it and you could just guess what guess I what, said. Guess what Skip said. <laughs> and whoever gets the closest <laughs> gets, uh, I don't know, a free jersey of their choice. <laughs> That'd be funny as hell, right? That'd be really funny. I don't remember <laughs> what I said though, so we could totally just not give you anything. I mean, yeah, God, which is probably I, the case. I never would have said that. I, it's not like I'm that hard to predict. It's I'm sure <laughs> right in and just say he probably said, "Yeah, fuck that guy," uh, and probably be right. And it's right, and it, so it's just me doing like this, and then <laughs> <laughs> like half of the pause is me bursting into laughter because we had a good time. Had a good time. Sorry, yeah, you guys missed it. Maybe it's a good thing that it didn't work out because my internet up there was just absolutely dreadful. I don't know oh, what yeah. it is about being up there. If it's the fucking because it's minus twenty, or if the fucking reindeer out there chewing on the internet cables, or what, <laughs> what's going on? But uh, yeah, I couldn't go anywhere and get good internet up in Lulio. It was a mess. Ah, uh, damn. Well, maybe that maybe it was a blessing in disguise. It was a little choppy at parts, but I thought it was still going to work out. It's a good conversation. We can um we can jump back through those things really quick, so yeah. people can hear our thoughts, our takes on the the biggest thing that happened last week, uh, or since we last uh, released the recording, is the golf and Stafford trade. Yeah, or I should say this the trade between the Lions and the Rams because it wasn't just golf and Stafford that were traded. Right. There's also some assets. So how, I'm trying to remember how it worked. It was uh, the Lions got Stafford. Mm -hmm. No, sorry. The Rams. Rams got Stafford. Mm -hmm. And the Lions got Goff, two first-round picks, and a third-round pick. Is that what it – I think that's what it was. Um, I'm, I'm going to double-check so so, that I'm not, so we're not wrong. Because you know we like to be correct here on Spin, but we never said a, a false statement 
I don't even give a shit. Two you first round picks, uh, a third round pick, and Jared Goff is what the Rams get. I mean, that is what the Lions get for Stafford. And a free pony. <laughs> a, mi- a mini pony. A mini yes. horse. One of those little <laughs> tiny Gotland's ponies or whatever. Whatever the fuck those are. You know what I'm talking about? Those weird yeah. Swedish ponies that are like uh, super small. Like the hot dog of ponies. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's what they got in that trade. And we, uh, I mean, as I was saying, I think it's it's a win-win for both teams. It was basically my gist of it. That's what I got from it, is that both teams got, uh, uh, they came out on top in this pretty even trade. I actually, I feel like, um, I feel like this is one, I mean, it, it goes without saying that any trade, you kind of have to, you have to let it play out before you realize, like, who got the better end of the trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one more so than most, um, for a couple of reasons. Um, I mean, Goff obviously had a pretty decent career up until a couple of years ago. Um, and so he's been rather underwhelming over the last two seasons, I think. And then Stafford, the knock on Stafford is that he's the best quarter. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And if he just had a good team around him, if he had all the right pieces, uh, you know, he'd be a top five quarterback. And and now this year, we're going to figure that out. Like, yeah. that's, that's the thing. Because I remember when Stafford played for Georgia, the guy was like, I mean, he was lights out. He was he was the best quarterback in the SEC those, those last two years that mm-hmm. he played in Georgia. Um, <clears throat> and maybe it's just something with the Lions, you know what I mean? Like, they're just like, I think the Lions are like the most mediocre, historically speaking, probably the most mediocre team in NFL history. Would you say mediocre or just bad? Yeah, mediocre, just like kind of, I mean, they're both, you know what I mean? It's like some years they're bad, some years they're in the middle. Like, um, I mean, they're a little like the Falcons in that sense. I mean, I guess the Falcons have, have one up on them because we've actually been to the Super Bowl twice. We didn't win it, but still. Um, I mean, the Lions have been around forever and never played in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, I don't even know how close they've ever gotten. Have they ever made it to the conference championship before? Not maybe. as far as I know. Maybe. <clears throat> uh, maybe what, in like the Rodney Pete years, maybe? <laughs> uh, maybe. I, I also, I mean, Detroit has been known for decades for being the team where, where good talent goes to die. I mean, yeah. it's obviously a lot to why Barry Sanders retired so early. Megatron. Um, Megatron. Uh, a lot of players. Yeah. And then Stafford was the latest case. Yeah, and a lot of players probably go there thinking like, hey, I'd like to be part of the Lions team that brings pride Mm -hmm. back to the organization or brings pride to the organization for the, I was going to say bring it back, bring it to it for the first time. And And it's a cool city too, man. You would think that like a, a city like Detroit would have a good football team. So it's pretty unfortunate that they can't ever get it together. So we'll hope that Dan Campbell can turn things around for them. <laughs> I don't believe it. I'm not buying any Dan Campbell stock, just to throw it out there. What do you mean? You don't think Goff's going to be out there eating kneecaps and shit? <laughs> he seems like if you're an eat kneecaps kind of coach, you want Jared Goff, man. What? Yeah. I, I would a- think because uh, oh. Stafford is going around he's the toughest quarterback ever. You know what I'm saying? Like He's the toughest quarterback in the league. Now, maybe not ever, but in the league, toughest quarterback in the league. And uh, I would think that Goff is a Dan Campbell quarterback if I was going to pick one. I mean, uh, not Goff, uh, Stafford would be right. one for him, that type of quarterback. Yeah, I, sure. I mean, I, 
I'm actually really excited to see what 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 Stafford can do. Yeah, yeah, me too. In LA, I think he gets the same rap that um, I saw earlier today. Somebody was very similar to the nickname that we gave to Matt Ryan, Matty Stats. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were they calling him? Oh, because in the fourth quarter is when he uh, Matt Stafford. <laughs> exactly. It was something was it like that. that. It was something like that. Yeah, it was some kind of a nickname like that. No, and you know, it's yeah, it's it's not it's not false. It's definitely true. <laughs> What, that he gets the numbers? Yeah, he gets numbers, but he always plays on such a shitty team, you know? Yeah, that is coming from behind the line. He gets to, he gets to unleash. That's why he can throw That's why he can throw deep. Everybody talk about his deep stats. It's because most quarterbacks don't have to throw it deep as often. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we'll uh, see, man. We'll see. I'm excited. I, I think this will be fun to watch. It's something to look forward to um, next for next season. Uh, another thing that's go, been going on that seems to be this year's offseason drama officially is uh houston I almost said rockets <laughs> the, the the uh houston texans and uh deshaun watson mm. are uh it seems that they're at odds watson hasn't really said much but it mm. seems that the two are at odds he but stopped you... following the team on instagram you know did what he? that means did he stop following them on Instagram? Okay. That's what they all do. That's such a that is like the lamest, most passive aggressive bullshit thing to do. Yeah, that that's yeah. That and liking uh, a derogatory tweet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Somebody else says, "Oh, Houston shit is shit," and then he likes it. They're like, "Oh, this is Yeah. So we'll see, man. That looks like that's gonna drag on. My team has been named in that stuff, and uh, the Jets. The whole AFC East pretty much has been named as a possible destination for Deshaun Watson. I just really feel like Houston is gonna, since they're dumb and they're run by their uh, by their uh, chaplain. I, I got a feeling that they're not gonna do anything smart, and they'll just keep. They're just gonna have him disgruntled on the team next year. They do appear to be the dumbest team in the league right now. Don't yeah, they? yeah. I mean, it's like read the room. <laughs> read the room it's crazy uh and even this guy that they hired uh as coach who was this guy david cully yeah he's 65 years old sure he's been in football forever but he's never been a head coach this was not you know nfl network is calling it a quote outside the box hire uh, <laughs> it's code for what the fuck are they yeah thinking? what are you guys doing yeah a lot of reports are also saying that who they really wanted to pick for some reason is their third string quarterback, Josh McCown. To be oh, their coach. Yeah, yeah. Like weird. And a lot of people think that this David Cully is basically a bridge coach for them to get to McCowan. Um, you know what? I don't, you know, if I've always thought that the Houston Texans, if you are in a full on competition with the other team from Texas, which is, you know, quite possibly one of the most popular sporting franchises on the planet. Yeah. Um, why would you do so many dumb fucking things like this? Like going all the way back to last year and like letting, uh, letting D hop go. Yeah. Uh, for was, nothing. For nothing. Was it like a fourth or something like that? It's like, come on. Ridiculous. Man. And now they, had, <laughs> they had two years ago, you would have said there's two players that you shouldn't trade on this team. It's yeah. uh, or is the most valuable players on the team are Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins, and they found a way to get both of them either out of there or disgruntled. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. And not that he's, you know, his career is kind of maybe towards the end. J.J. Uh, Watt, he wants out, mm-hmm. too. Oh, uh, does he? Apparently, he, he's not very happy either. Uh, <clears throat> and a lot of this, just to be clear, revolves around this, you know, this, this notion of, or this, what I would call, I think the, the your guys, the Dolphins, pretty much mm-hmm. hit the nail on the head with these, uh, these the NFL's like kind of empty gestures. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. This yeah. be about diversity hiring and allowing Deshaun Watson the chance to at least kind of have his voice heard. Um, <clears throat> with and you know that's kind of an interesting argument too. Like, you know, because that that's probably a new thing that I I would assume will probably start happening more. Um, because you know it's kind of a give and take relationship between these star players uh, and the franchises. And you know, in the past, it's like, okay, we handle the business. You go play football. Mm-hmm. And now you're starting to see more and more of these players are going, well, you know, if I'm going to spend my career here, if I'm going to be the face of your franchise, yeah. I I'd just like to be able to have a conversation about who we're. I'm not saying I get to pick who it is, and and I can understand why the owners wouldn't want to give up that much. You know, it could get into a real yeah. with the wrong wrong quarterback. You know what I mean? You get some hothead who thinks he knows what the fuck he's doing. Like, imagine they started giving someone like Johnny Menzel the opportunity <laughs> to be coach. You know what I mean? Like, someone like that yeah. who, whose mind is clearly not all there. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I think Deshaun Watson deserves the opportunity to be heard. Um, yeah. There was a great article with Tony Dungy. Uh, I read about that. It was really interesting. Um just about the diversity hiring in general. I, mm. I read that. I would recommend anybody go look at that. And one uh, thing that's going around is uh, that one thing, kind of uh, the whisper campaign or whatever, the dog whistling, is uh, that these guys interview badly. Right. So it's been kind of a smear campaign against Eric Bieniemy. Is basically what's been happening because the everybody there's a lot of pressure to get him hired. Which uh, I understand, and I also understand pushback by the team. Like you don't tell me what to do, type of thing, by mm-hmm. other teams. But everybody's saying this dude's one of the best minds in football. And if you gave uh, Peterson a shot, based off of him being the offensive coach in what, what was it, L.A. Mm, yeah, wherever he was at, uh, he just got a shot right away. And then the McVay got a shot right away. Mm-hmm. And it's like all of these hot offensive coaches, and then best offense in the league for the past four years, that coach can't get a shot. It's like, it's telling. And they're saying, interview bad or not, it's, the shit's on the field, man. This reminds me, I think I think that that's a bullshit excuse. And I, I think it's probably, um, I think it's probably just a flat out lie would be my guess. Yeah. Um, it's just an easy way uh, to make an excuse for not hiring someone. Um because if you're not willing to take a chance on someone like Eric the enemy, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you. <laughs> I mean, exactly. Unless he shows up to the Zoom interview, like sitting there, you know, with no shirt on, drinking a 40 ounce and smoking a fucking fat joint while he's trying to interview. For, I mean, is that what we're, are we going to go there now too? Like, is that? And you know? and there's a lot of stuff coming up up about uh, things he's done in his past. I don't know if you heard about that stuff. About who? The enemy? Uh, Eric Bianami. Like, he's had some uh, some DUIs, uh, some stuff in his history. Like, you know, when he was at Colorado and when he was coaching He hasn't in the NFL. 
I'm just saying. That's what that's what's come out now too. So it's like a smear campaign, straight up, man. That's it's crazy. Sure. Just to keep from hiring the dude. It's <laughs> crazy. And then if, if you look at other people's past, then you'll see some they got checkered past. But I mean, they were just wild dudes, man. I don't know what else to say. I'm not trying to excuse any bad behavior. I'm just saying I want to see them lay out a bunch of other people's uh, bad behavior too. Yeah, it didn't stop Antonio Brown from coming back into the league, and right, exactly, and, and, and then and then doesn't keep Kareem Hunt or right. uh, you know whoever else. Speaking of uh, interesting personalities and bad behavior, uh, Brett Favre has a hot take on on the Deshaun Watson situation. <laughs> caught my eye this morning, and I was like, okay. Brett Favre. He says this is Brett Favre's quote. He says, "I'm kind of old school. I think you play." You know, you get paid a ton of money to do a certain job and just do it and let the chips fall where they may. I think we make way too much money to voice our opinions. And then he, he tried to sort of backpedal it a little bit by saying, like, but I'm not saying he's wrong. Again, I just, you know, I think it's a different day and time. It'll be interesting to see how the organization handles it. I'm like, okay. This is essentially the same kind of argument that they used to make on Fox News, you know, when they were talking about LeBron James, like this whole shut up and shut dribble. Shut up and dribble, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, you got a guy like Brett Favre who, what does it say here? In, like, his career, what does he say? He t you had John Elway, Eli Manning, both refusing to play mm -hmm. back in his day. Yeah. Um, so this whole, like, you know, different day and time bullshit. Uh, Elway you know, threatened to go to the MLB. Well, not only that, like Brett Favre himself, you know, in the you know sometime in the early two thousands, he retired. He unretired. Yeah. To be traded from Green Bay. Green Bay. Yeah, to go to the Vikings. No, he went to the Jets first. No, he uh, went to the Vikings first. Oh, did he go to the Vikings and then he went to the Jets? Then he went to the Jets because retired that... again mm -hmm. and forced New York to trade him. Oh no, that and then he wound up in Minnesota. That's where he ended his career in Minnesota. So he was shitty for the Jets and then good in Minnesota? I don't know. The point is, is that he's not even, he's basically, he's saying Deshaun Watson should do the opposite of what he did towards the end of his career. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like. Yeah, the last one. He's like one of the last ones that could talk, especially when another thing he did was uh, send dick pics to somebody on the staff yes. for the Jets. It was like. Yes. Just keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Because you shouldn't be talking at all, man. Take your Wranglers check and just yeah. get out of there, man. And your what's the other thing he's selling? The copper, oh, that, copper yeah, that back brace thing. Braces and back brace shit. <laughs> it's like, dude, man, you're making your money. Shut the fuck up. Let these guys do what they what they want to do, man. The NFL is not the same, but you didn't do the your quote unquote right way either. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. And he's a Trump supporter, so he can kiss all of my ass. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, potential landing spots for Deshaun Watson. It seems, I mean, there's a lot of speculation. The only, you know, there's no way they're going to trade this guy unless they get, right. unless they get a quarterback and some serious draft picks in return. And there just aren't many clubs that, that have that. Unless you throw in, like, a star defensive player or something. Maybe. Um, but I really don't see anyone other than the Jets or the Dolphins 
being able or, or I don't know. There's been a lot of talk about the Broncos the last couple of days. Really? Um, so what quarterback? Would they get that uh, Drew Locke kid? I don't know why they would want that. See, that's why I think I really think it's going to have to be a, if they're going to trade him. I think it's going to have to be something similar to what we just saw with Stafford and Goff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where the quarterbacks aren't necessarily equal. Right. Like there's going to need to be some kind of a slight, you know, somewhat equal quarterback swap, or else the Texans are going to look like complete idiots again. Well, and here's the thing: <clears throat> if you're going to go around pissing off your best players, right, and then having to offload them, uh, then and you have this culture and this seeming like fucked up culture. The way the solution to that is to like draft a new group like really rebuild the team through the draft and then get that old you know the old taste out of your mouth and they're losing the ability to do it because they don't have any of the draft they can't build around anybody that they're picking up because they don't have a first round pick for there's no way they're smart enough to do that no way i'm just saying what the solution is and that they they're giving away all possibility to do that so it's like yeah i don't get what they could do unless they get some first round stuff for watson I, I think they're in real danger of like losing their fan base is what they should really be worried about. Oh, like nobody come to the games? I mean, nobody's coming to the games now anyway, but... No, uh, no I mean like next season when it's... Yeah, but I mean, I, I, I know I would be, have a hard time showing up to a game after trading, you know, DeAndre Hopkins pissing off your franchise quarterback so that he wants to leave J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt, you know, and everybody demanding to go. I mean, and so many of the fans that I've seen on social media, the little bit that I've seen, it's all been like shut up and dribble type stuff, man. Mm-hmm. It's been like, oh, uh, do I go to my job and demand? It's like, dude, you can't compare the two. Shut the fuck up, everybody. You as good at your job as Deshaun Watson is. <laughs> exactly. Shut the fuck up. Are you the face <laughs> of Walmart? <laughs> You're the I'm best so- fucking greeter. This side of Mississippi. <laughs> the top five Walmart greeter. You'll hear me complaining. <laughs> uh, that's ridiculous, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, we got some bad boy news this week. We got Chad Wheeler. Uh, Jesus Christ, this guy. Apparently beating up his girlfriend. The cops, there's this report out about the cops show up, try to subdue this guy. What is he? He's uh, six seven three hundred something. Six seven three hundred and fifteen pounds. He said when they went at him and tased him, like it had no effect on him. Oh, uh, and then they shot him. No, they didn't. What? I no. thought that was standard procedure. I thought police. Oh, it's different. Right. It's a white guy. <laughs> My bad. I heard. I heard NFL, and I assumed like I'm sorry. Oh, he's <laughs> alive and pleading not guilty. No. Uh-uh. Well, yeah. So not guilty to what? Not guilty for beating the shit out of his girlfriend. Oh, she fell. Uh, probably. Yeah, she fell. Have you seen the pictures of her? No, I've I've heard about it, and I don't want to see it. I'm not yeah, sure. I saw I saw her randomly scrolling on Twitter, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, your your boy, or former, what, he's former Dolphin, Mark Walton, he's in trouble. He's a Dolphin and a Hurricane player. 
Dude freaked out over a pizza, bro. <laughs> he got mad. So, so apparently he ordered some shit. He ordered some Pizza Hut. Okay. Um, Mistake number one. <laughs> yeah. He ordered from Pizza Hut. And some, there was some miscommunication on the phone. And, and they... Like, whatever. They didn't get his order. And we got there and they didn't have a pizza for him. He just flipped out. Uh, he said that he felt disrespected over the phone by one of the employees. Pizza Hut dude be disrespectful, though. Yeah. <laughs> so he went down there uh, to confront the dude in person. Uh, he arrived and started banging on the glass, I guess, because they're not letting people inside. Uh, Damn. And then he had his cousin with him, and his cousin tried to, like, calm him down. Like, Oh, yeah, he beat the shit out of his cousin, all right? <laughs> Shout out his cousin. Like, bro, what? Dude's freaking. Yeah. Did he get the pizza in the end? I don't think so. Oh, I didn't know this story had a bad ending. <laughs> I thought I was going to get his pizza in the end. No, it did not end with a free pizza. If it were bread, <laughs> it would have ended with him getting a free pizza. Yeah, he would have told him uh, to shut up and make his pizza. But you know who I am? Brett Favre, bitch. <laughs> Fuck your pizza. Fuck your slice. <laughs> Man, uh, that's that's unfortunate. I think he might, because a lot of his stuff has been domestic violence stuff, too. Yeah. Uh, he might be one of these people that need to get some uh, mental help, and it's probably uh, been hitting the head a little bit too much. Probably. It's crazy. I hope he gets the help he needs, though. He was a beast in high school, in college. Um, yeah, let's fucking talk about the Super Bowl. Uh, you said you wanted to talk about some previous Super Bowl stuff, right? Yeah, I put together um a little history of the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, which you know, for some of our Swedish listeners, I would imagine would find that interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, how it started. You know, for about four decades before, um, you know, the, you know, after the NFL was created in the 1920s, um, there were a bunch of rival leagues that came and went and, and never really posed much of a threat. But that, that kind of changed in the 1960s when the AFL um, showed up. And um, basically the AFL was started by this a group of businessmen uh, the main one being the, this Dallas business owner, Lamar Hunt. It wasn't on Reddit? <clears throat> no, it did not start on Reddit. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Lamar Hunt apparently wanted to own a franchise in the NFL, and he, the, the, the NFL repeatedly, were, they just blocked him. So he, as a revenge, started his own football league. Oh, wow. With the guys. Um, and... So he just, yeah, he rounded up a bunch of other, you know, rich white dudes and said, I'll start my own shit, basically. Okay. Uh, and, and that's kind of what he did. And these rich white dudes went on to be nicknamed the Foolish Club, is, is the nickname <laughs> in the press. Um, I'm not quite sure who came up with that idea, but I'd say they don't look too foolish anymore. Uh, AFL, 1960. You had the Boston Patriots, which became the New England Patriots, Buffalo mm-hmm. Bills, Houston Oilers, which are now the Tennessee Titans, mm-hmm. uh, Miami Dolphins, 
mm-hmm. New York Jets, and the Dallas Texans, which are now the Kansas City Chiefs. That was oh wow. Uh, Denver Broncos, San Diego Chargers, Oakland Raiders, and then in the late 60s, they added the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, so, yeah, so they they really kind of put the screws to the NFL, and they managed to put together a product that saw the NFL kind of fighting for TV rights and ticket sales and draft picks, and the AFL started successfully poaching star players away from, from the NFL. Um, and it only took them six years to sort of force this merger. Um and then they, who forced it? Oh, just them being so becoming popular made them like, all right, we got to exactly, buy this. Exactly. Okay. Something happened in hockey with the NHL and the WH, WHA. And then, of course, I think you had it in basketball too, didn't you? Yeah, the ABA and NBA. Yeah, NBA, similar thing. Um, so, yeah, the, the, so they, they agreed to a merger, and then the leagues operated kind of separately until 1970. Um, and the, ge- the game that we know as the Super Bowl was actually created in 1966 after this merger agreement between the mm-hmm. NFL and the NFL. And the agreement was that the two champions from each league would play each other in an annual game, which they called oh. NFL championship game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the first game was played on January 15, 1967, after both leagues had completed their you know, 1966 seasons. Um, after the merger, each league was redesignated as a conference, right? Which is what we have now. Mm-hmm. Um, I get it now. And um, the game has since been played between these two conference championships. Like, right. um, this is funny. When when they were trying to decide what to call this championship game, the the commissioner, the NFL commissioner at the time, Pete Rozelle. Uh, he and his rich white friends came up with the names The Big One. <laughs> Why do call it The Big One? Or alternative suggestion was The Pro Bowl. Oh, really? Was going to be one suggestion for the big game. Okay. Uh, and the other suggestion was the World Series of Football. Mm. Uh, none of those really stuck. So Thankfully. That's- why they started off by calling it the AFL NFL World Championship game. World uh, Championship. <laughs> the official name. But Lamar Hunt again comes in sure. He's the guy who actually came up with the term Super Bowl uh in reference to the championship game. Uh Hunt apparently later said that the name was likely because he had seen his kids playing with the Super Bowl toy. You know, remember those little those little rubber super balls that you could buy and outside the, you could buy them for like a penny at the, at the oh, grocery the store. Jars. Oh, okay. And, um, apparently the press liked that name and they picked up on it and, and it just kind of became known as the super bowl. Super bowl four was the first super bowl, uh, to be played where they actually called it the super bowl. Miami's in that, right? I think so. Yeah. Um, and then all after that, all of the other previous Super Bowls were kind of retroactively renamed. Uh, one Super, Super Bowl, Bowl two. Okay. Hunt was also the person who came up with the idea of using Roman numerals, um, which is great because I had that's football made me learn my Roman numerals. Um, and I think the reason for it was because initially they were going to call them like 
you know, they were going to call it after the year. They weren't going to call it Super Bowl one. Somebody was like, oh, well, let's call it Super Bowl 66. But then, oh, the Super okay. Bowl, but because this league, because the season started and in one year and ended in another, mm-hmm. it felt confusing. So that's why Hunt said, well, we'll just use Roman numerals. Um, I like this guy, man. He's a visionary. That's so. Uh, the Lombardi Trophy, which is the trophy you win for winning the Super Bowl, uh, named after legendary uh, Packers coach Vince Lombardi, who won the first two Super Bowls. He had a very sudden heart attack, um, and I guess maybe because it was such a great loss, you know, to the league, uh, you know, they decided to name the, the trophy after him. Okay. Lombardi was quite the quote machine. Most of the quotes that you always, you know, the one quote that you always hear is winning isn't everything. It's the only thing uh, was one of the great Lombardi quotes. One of my favorite Lombardi quotes is uh, the only place success comes before work is in the dictionary. (laughs) Uh, That's great. And then he has another really funny one. It says, uh, we didn't lose the game. We just ran out of time. (laughs) Of Anthony Lynn for some reason. Uh, <laughs> he knows what I'm talking about. Uh, you just sold 60 seconds on the 60 minutes. Damn, on the 60 like, minutes, man. No, don't I have another down? <laughs> <laughs> um, unlike a lot of other leagues, the winner gets permanent possession of the trophy. Uh, so yeah, mm-hmm. so they make a new one every year. Parrot yeah. is made by Tiffany and Company. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. Did you know that? Did you see that? Uh, the bowl game, uh, locker room celebration where the guys dropped the trophy. Oh yes, I did. Was it Wisconsin or somebody? I forget. Uh, you should not make that shit out of glass. That's just like. <laughs> Again, it gets they're doing it for TikTok, and they're like, oh. oh and it gets, it gets quiet when they drop that shit. It's great. Yeah. So the uh, the Packers won the first two Super Bowls. Uh, and at the time, many thought that the AFL would never really match up. Um, but that changed when Joe Namath came along, predicting that they would win Super Bowl three, which yeah. the uh, only time they ever won the Super Bowl. Chiefs won it a year later, and then the race was basically on. Currently, today, the NFC and the AFC are tied. Oh, wow. 27 apiece. Wow. Uh, tickets. Tickets to the Super Bowl. Tickets to this year's Super Bowl will cost you an average of $6,000. Can you guess how much a ticket for the first Super Bowl? A ticket to Super Bowl one. Can you guess how much money that was? 60 bucks. $6. $6? $6 to the first Super Bowl. Wow. Yes. A 30-second commercial for today's Super Bowl, mm-hmm. uh, we're just talking the airtime, uh, is roughly anywhere from like 5 to $7 million. Wow, what an increase. That's an increase over the past 10 years. That's crazy. Yeah, and that's not even a you know budgeting like the actual commercial itself. That's just the airtime. 30-second commercial for the first Super Bowl, $42,000. That's yeah. crazy, man. Super Bowl is the That's second, disgusting. The Super Bowl is the second largest day for U.S. consumption. <laughs> After Thanksgiving? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> wow, I love my country. 
among the most watched sporting events in the world. It is second only to the UEFA Champions League final as the most watched annual sporting event worldwide. I didn't know it was. I, I didn't know it was that high. Wow. Growing uh, up, I thought it was number one, but it was number one in America, not the world. Exactly. Okay. Uh, Super Bowl 17 between the Dolphins and the Redskins was the, or now we call them the football team, uh, was the first to be globally broadcast. Oh, wow. Uh, and now the game is broadcast in over 180 different countries. That's one uh, cool thing they do uh, when they show the, the troops and, and people in different countries and stuff like that celebrating during the Super Bowl or watching. Yeah. Uh, this year will be the first time that a team will be playing in their home stadium for the Super Bowl. That's never yeah. happened. Tampa Bay. Uh, the halftime show started out with like marching bands, cheerleaders, balloons, and like shitload of pigeon, pigeons. And I think there was one year in the early days where they had like dudes with jet packs, you know? You thought it was like, oh, the future has arrived. We are the Jetsons. <laughs> uh, but it wasn't really until the 90s that you started getting this like halftime extravaganza. Yeah. Uh, That's probably now, right when uh, the money started rising for how much to charge. Yeah, exactly. And now it's basically, I don't know, it's anyone's, you know, everyone's got their hot take on what the top five halftime performances are. In my personal opinion, I'd have to say, you know, Prince is somewhere in the top five. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, playing Purple Rain in the rain. Yeah. It's the best. Can, That's my number one. That's my number one. Everyone can fuck off. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Beyonce uh, had a great show too. Beyonce was great. Bruno Mars is always Bruno great. Mars was great too. Yeah, the late, lately it's been, but the uh, the worst Tom Petty and the fucking heartbreakers. Yeah. That shit was whack. I think this year Maroon Five be, too. Oh yeah, that was bad. But that was the year that every everybody said no. It was last year, yeah, because of uh, yeah, NFL. It was the Kaepernick thing, and I think they wanted Cardi B, but she said fuck you. Uh yeah so or that was two years ago because last year you had the stripper extravaganza remember that you had the you had the J Lo and uh, Shakira was last year oh yeah okay Maroon Five was two years ago okay two years ago yeah uh let's see Super Bowl um yeah wild card I thought this was kind of interesting there's only six teams that have ever won the Super Bowl as coming into the playoffs as a wild card. Mm-hmm. Raiders did it in 1980. Broncos did it in 97. Ravens did it in 2000. Steelers, 2005. Giants, 2007. Packers in 2010. Uh, can you guess how many back-to-back Super Bowl winners there have been? Back you, got, you got New England. You got Dallas. Twice. You got Pittsburgh. You got Miami. And did the giant? No, I think that's it. Four. You're so close. No, well, actually, you're not that close. It's eight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Oh, it must be. Oh, yeah, the Packers. Packers you just said the, first, the Packers won one and two. Packers won the first two. Dolphins did it in the seventies. Right, seventy-two, uh, seventy-three. Uh, Steelers yeah. did it twice. Oh, they did it twice. Okay. 49ers did it in the 80s. Cowboys 49ers. Did it in the 90s. What am I thinking about? 49ers, too. Yeah, that was a crazy squad. Cowboys did it in the 90s. Broncos did it in the 90s. Broncos, too, his last two years. Elway, yeah. Patriots did it in the 2000s. No team has ever won the Super Bowl three three years in a row, ever. Uh, 
there are four teams that have never been to the Super Bowl. Oh, can I guess? Yeah. All right, Vikings. Mm-hmm. This is like a test on earlier in the season when we when we broke all of this stuff down. Uh, let's see what if I can remember. Uh, never been. Never been to the Super Bowl. Houston Texans. Yep. Jacksonville Jaguars. That's easy. Mm-hmm. The two newest teams. Uh, then we got the Detroit Lions. Just mentioned them. And Minnesota Vikings. Cleveland Browns. Cleveland. When did Minnesota go? I don't know the year, but they're on the next list of teams that have never been won. to the Super Bowl. They've never won it. There are eight teams that have been to the Super Bowl, but they've never won it. We got Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Minnesota Vikings. Buffalo Bills. Uh, who else? That was three. Bankers. Chargers, Titans, 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 Panthers, Vikings, Cardinals, and Falcons. Panthers been twice. Too heartbreaking. Yep. The Patriots and the Steelers are tied for the most Super Bowl wins with six. Patriots have obviously been there. They have more. the most Super Bowl wins. They've been 10 times, yeah. They've been 11 times. Oh, yeah. Uh, they've been 11 times. They've lost at five, one at six. Yeah, the they Cowboys lost to the 85 Bears, too. I forgot. Cowboys have won five times. So have the 49ers. Packers and Giants have four Super Bowl titles. Uh, Washington and the, the – this is so funny. Los Angeles slash Oakland slash Las Vegas Raiders have won it three times. <laughs> 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 You know that pick a team. Yeah, pick a, pick a city. Pick a city. <laughs> Come on now. Uh, yeah. Okay. That is pretty much my little shallow dive into uh, Super Bowl history. Yeah, that was fun, man. That was fun. I hope the, the listeners liked that. That was a fun time. <laughs> well, uh, we've spoken about Super Bowls of past. We've spoken about news of the week. Yes. One more story, though, that we didn't mention is the barber of the Chiefs. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> got COVID what and was fuck? scheduled to cut 20 players' hair. Including Patrick Mahomes. Including Mahomes. And I guarantee you the league would have been like, we're going to wait. We're going to wait uh, two weeks and have the Super Bowl. If 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 he would have cut all those people's hair. And given if them they them. had a 20-man outbreak. Yeah. I mean... They would have had to say it was Super Bowl in two weeks. So luckily they caught that shit, man. And uh, no no player, uh, was it one player that got a haircut? No, there were two. But he didn't. They've, okay. they've, they've kind of proactively put on the COVID list. Yeah. And they, they have not, to, to be clear, they do not have COVID. Right. And, and because of the contact tracing, uh, sort of guidelines they're testing these guys every day and they need five i think they need five days in a row with a negative test okay. so chances are they'll they'll be fine and they'll get to yeah. play yeah that was uh oof. yeah that was crazy i read that too uh, um we might as well do a uh before we talk about this game let's just do a flip them pick them just flip yes. a coin flip the coin you know we're both gonna say who we think is gonna win the same team. So it basically comes down to who wins heads or tails. Even though you've already won flip and pick them, this is a chance for me to make it more respectable. 
Yeah, let's do it. Okay, I got a coin right here. Okay. You want to call it? Yeah, I'll call it since I lost. <laughs> okay, I'm going go. with the listener, man. Tails. That's <laughs> motherfucker. That listener. Every time I went with that shit, <laughs> that yeah. listener could go to hell, man. I think I'm gonna go with the Chiefs on this one. <laughs> what a surprise! They'll be the next back-to-back team if they win it. So God, I really it. hope they win. I hope so too, man. Uh, I hope for the uh, enemy, for uh, Reed, and for Mahomes. It's it's really cool to see that like these two quarterbacks going against each other. We got to watch both of these guys basically play their entire careers. Uh, you know what I mean? Getting yeah. to see, we got to see Tom Brady's entire prime, and we got to see we're going to get to see <laughs> we're going to get to see Patrick Mahomes' prime. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Uh, I have I've been grateful that I've been working uh, up in Lulio all week. Uh, because that has saved me from having to listen to all this Tom Brady chatter. Um, it's I did see some of it before I left, and it's just as disgusting, disgusting. as as, uh, as I thought it was going to be. So luckily, I've been too busy this week. Um, Every time really- I see it, I'm like, ugh. ugh. Yeah, and of course, during the Super Bowl, it's going to be nonstop. You know, metaphors of the torch being passed <laughs> or. Uh, Hold on a second, son. It's not ready to pass this torch just yet. You know, whether if Tom Brady wins, there's going to be, they're going to just count how many times they talk about fucking passing the torch. (laughs) Are we going to take shots? Oh, no. No, God, I'll be like, I'll be fucking, I'll be horizontal by the end of the first quarter, I'm sure. Uh, all right. Uh, so we both think Chiefs gonna win. We're excited for the game. Uh, yep. I think it, it might turn into a blowout. I hope so. Yeah, I, I really hope so. But I think it actually might be a boring Super Bowl in that. I think I read. I think um, I think the Bucks may be in a little bit of trouble. They have those two hotshot safeties who are not going to play. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Those two guys yeah. who were so. Good. The one who caused two fumbles, number thirty-three, Whitfield, I think the name is something like that. This is Whitfield or Whitehead or something. Whitehead, something. maybe it's Whitehead. Something like that, yeah. Uh, both of those guys were balling out, and yeah. um, and I think he actually injured himself on that fumble that he caused. Mm. Uh, the what's his name, Aaron Jones, when yeah. he hit him coming out in coming out of halftime and hit him so hard that he fumbled the ball. But I think he fucked up his shoulder. I saw too. that. Yeah. Um, oh well. So that, They've got some injuries to deal with. I does not. I also heard that Antonio Brown is probably not going to play. He got coordinates. I don't. Know if that's, I don't yeah, probably. <laughs> He's got a like a rape appointment. Because <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. Y'all should have scheduled yeah. a game on another day, man. This has been on my calendar for weeks. <laughs> I gave y'all I my schedule. I know we made it to the Super Bowl. I just want to play it down. I didn't think we was gonna make it to the Super Bowl. I got some bitches to rape. <laughs> I think before I was on the team, I made that appointment. I don't know what you want me to yeah. do, man. <laughs> yeah. So no Antonio uh, Brown, uh Eric Fisher is out. Uh mm-hmm. the, the right tackle for the mm-hmm. uh for the Chiefs. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's a big that's a big deal, man, when you lose a tackle. 
Yeah, but that's not his blind side, is it? No, I'm, I'm trying to de- determine if it's right or left tackle because that is important. He's right-handed, so the left tackle is more important. Yeah. I'm going to look it up, man. Uh, there's going to be fans at the Super Bowl. How, how many? Like 8,000 or something like that? No, no, no. 22,000, it says. Oh, wow. Uh, they're giving a lot of tickets away to healthcare workers, which is nice. They just have Health- they just have Eric Fisher down as tackle. I don't mm-hmm. see which side. Healthcare workers are the new military this year. All week they've been doing these like Zoom calls where they're like, you know, doing these things where they're talking to healthcare workers and thanking them for their service and saying, "Oh, by the way, you're going to the Super Bowl." <laughs> so that, that's what the NFL kind of uh, I don't know what you call that. What's that? Pandering. Is it, is it, sure. Yeah, they do the same. You know what? It, sadly, it doesn't work so well for me on the healthcare. Not, not that I have, I don't have issues with the healthcare workers, but as much as I know that it's pandering, this like rash of videos where it's like dads surprising their kids coming back from the yeah. from it always makes me cry. Yeah, that touches me every single time. It's me every time, even though it kind of pisses me off a little bit because I know it's kind of like pro-military propaganda yeah. kind of bullshit. But so, every, no matter what, man. It, gets me. it fucking gets me. Yeah. You see, you know, and you know he's coming. You know it's yeah. <laughs> And it's yeah. just like, oh, man, yeah. oh, you got me again, yeah. motherfuckers. But with the healthcare professional, it's just like, uh, not, yeah. not the same. They get to go to the Super Bowl. Oh, that's cool. There's a fan, uh, fans, are, there's a couple of, like, super fans that get tickets to the Super Bowl, too. It was really funny. I saw one where they interviewed this guy from Georgia, and he had all of his staff members behind him, and whoever the NFL Network person was, was like, yeah, we're giving you tickets to the Super Bowl. And they're like, oh, wow, and they're all clapping, and then this one, like, redneck girl in the background, she's like, can we come? <laughs> it, like, it just went silent. It was like, Nah. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, wish, we wish we could give tickets to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Patty. <laughs> Can't <Yeah>. wake up. <laughs> oh my God, this is funny. Actually, there's um, my buddy posted this on Facebook. Um, the, the the CDC put out their guidelines for for how to have a um a safe uh, Super Bowl party. Okay. Uh, was pretty um, ridiculous, actually. Uh, he's wrote this buddy of mine. He's like, "Okay, friend, CDC Super Bowl guidelines are out. Now I just need to find an outside party with no alcohol that will allow me to bring my air horn." <laughs> <laughs> the CDC wants to keep uh, wants you to keep your mouth closed during the big game. Uh, avoid chanting and cheering. Try stomping and clapping and bringing handheld noisemakers instead, it says. Wow. Uh, the agency adds that outside parties are better, uh, but even in cold weather, medical masks should be warm, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, obviously, this has been written by scientists that don't watch football. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, the, the key to having a football party is to not have a football party. <laughs> That's basically what this is. They're like, you should watch the Super Bowl. Just try not to yell when something happens. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that we'll see. Yeah, we'll see if there's a spike in cases after. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it looks like, from what I've seen in America.
America is starting to go down now. Oh, good. I think people are going to have Super Bowl parties. That Hell is. yeah. I mean, we're That's not like, having ours anymore. Another reminder, people, we're not having a, a Super Bowl party anymore. We're moving it forward to a uh, mm. a kickoff type of thing for when the season comes back. So it's going to be an even better party then because we'll be able to have more people and we can kind of relax a little bit. So hopefully yeah. everything's chill by then. Yeah, exactly. Uh, should we talk about our Super Bowl uh, plans? Yeah, what are we doing? It's going to be you and me. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to be at the studio, you and me. Is anybody else coming? Uh, possibly. Uh, my buddy Sean might come through. Martin might come through as well, our producer. Right. So uh, what, are we, what are we eating? What are we doing? I was thinking of mozzarella sticks would be good. Huh? Making some mozzarella sticks. Uh, Got to do the seven-layer dip. A few people have reached out, asked me for the recipe. I think I'll put it on Patreon, or maybe I'll put one. it right in the uh, in the group. Uh, I, I might do a video instruction on that because everybody, a lot of people are reaching out to me about the seven layer dip. Um, what else do you think, man? What do you want to make? I don't know. Um, because you got seven layer dip. I could make the chicken poppers if you want. If you want to get out on its own fried chicken. I can make some fried chicken. Oh, yeah. You can make the fried chicken. I can make the seven-layer dip and the mozzarella sticks. And I think we'll be cruising to a good Super Bowl party. Maybe some I chips and dip, probably, too. Yeah, I think that's probably pretty good. I think the next morning I'm flying back up to Lulio Monday morning. Oh, wait. So that means you won't get shit-faced. Uh, yeah, well, all I got to do is fly. I don't got to work on Monday. <laughs> oh, okay. So that should be fun. Yeah, man, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, good luck to everybody, to your teams, if you're... Unless you're, unless the, you're, unless you're the Bucks. I'm even rooting against the Bucks, and I'm going to actively cheer. Even though my brother is a Bucks fan, and he's been one for a long time, since we were teenagers, I believe is when he went over to the Bucks. Uh, or maybe we were, yeah, maybe, yeah, about 13 is when he started rooting for the Bucks. Yeah. And, uh... I want them to lose anyway. <laughs> yeah. Even though my brother would be really happy. Yeah. yeah, screw those guys. Fuck the Bucks. Yeah, man. My daughter needs some help with something. Let's well, wrap let's wrap this thing up, man. I'm gonna uh see you in a couple days, man. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it's gonna be fun. Everybody have fun. Celebrate safely. And uh, those Patreon subscribers, we're going to do a pregame, a crazy pregame show. Maybe, and, and you know what else we can do? Right before the game starts, we can do another live. Yeah. We can do another uh, Facebook live like we did for, oh. the, for, the, for the group. Yeah, we should do a pregame, get a little disco nap. Uh, yes. And then, uh, and then a live. We could do a live one for our uh, – so if you're not in our group on Facebook, join, man. It's Finnefell Pod Group. We'll uh, say what's up to y'all uh, right before the game starts. Up until up until game the up until game time, we'll hang out. Yeah, nice. All right, man. Good seeing you. I'll uh, see you in a couple days, man. Go Chiefs! Yeah! <laughs> Later. Now, Later thanks for listening. Thanks for listening this whole season. We really appreciate everybody. Thanks so much, and we'll have a Super Bowl review uh, early next mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Until next time. Peace. Bye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.